Hey everyone, Andrew Michaels here, host of that show you somehow tolerate and are about to listen to. I'm just here to let you know that you, yes you, can be a part of the Underworld News Tonight New Year's special. We're looking for some stories that happened in the past year that fall into the categories of the weird, wacky, wild, supernatural, all the sorts of things that we usually cover, but might not have for whatever reason this year. What we want you to do is head on over to our subreddit, that is reddit.com slash r slash underworldnewspod, that is underworldnewspod, all one word, no underbars or whatever the fuck they're called. Comment in the sticky thread asking for these stories, and if we like them, we will go ahead and read them on the air. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, thank you so, so much for participating, and enjoy the show. Also, there were a few issues with Jason's audio this week because he was traveling, uh, but that's alright, we will get through it together. Record. Uh, right. That's the last thing I need. Um, no. I need to bring back. You know, I honestly. All right. I do think that if there were more mob involvement in the podcasting industry, I think I could get yeah. in good. I think I could get some good mob backing, be the kind of Sinatra, the Jutalian Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, of podcasting, yeah. of course. Right, right. Um, what what would that make me? I, can I can I be the Dean Martin of podcasting? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. What what did Dean Martin do? Uh, drive drunk, uh, drive, drunk right? all the time. Do I? Well, you know, <laughs> you have to you have to fucking have a few beers. Look at all these crazy drivers on the road. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it really relaxes me and helps me. Uh, Helps me focus more on my driving. <laughs> you know, I, I was talking to my wife about this last night. I actually think the 1950s were the golden age of day drinking, like the 50s and 60s. Because people yeah. talk about, like, the way back in the past when people were drinking literally all the time because the water would kill you. And, like, right. regardless of how true that is, I know a bunch of people are going to be like, that's not true, people drank water or whatever the fuck. Uh, right. It doesn't matter what I say on this show. But also... Yeah. um. Like, you know, if you're drinking wheat beer all the time, you're not really drunk. You're just kind of sick all the time. I can I can attest to that. Right? Whereas in the 1950s, there was specifically the blackout zone, but the blackout zone ends at like 10.30 a.m. But you do have to be up at 7 because you got to drive to work, right? So you got to yeah. get up at 7 a.m., drive to work. You do have to right. deal with a two-hour hangover. Right. And... But after that, you know, it's it's fucking open season from early lunch on. And me, I've been an 11 a.m. lunch guy without drinking. Yeah. Yeah, I've always yeah that's pretty lunch early lunch. if I was doing work. I mean, on vacation, yeah, fuck it. But well, yeah, days that I have to work, I usually don't start drinking until one or two. Well, you know, I mean, uh, what's your job again? You're a, a surgeon, right? That Yes, yeah. I, no, I am a uh, uh, yeah, pediatric surgeon. Pediatric um, surgeon. Yeah, you know, I yeah, I like to get a couple a couple practice surgeries out of the way before I start hitting the martinis. 
Exactly. You got to start with the kids that are already kind of fucked up. Uh, right. before you, cause you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to ding up a future hottie. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> well, very conflicted about how he feels about this bit and begging me to move on. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and do that. Uh, this is underworld news tonight where we take a look at the weird, wacky and wild news of the week. I'm Andrew Michaels joined by my co-host. Some have called him the male princess, Diana. I just call him mm-hmm. Jason strong. Yeah. Yep. That's uh yeah, I died in a uh the, the Roe family had me killed. Well, allegedly, allegedly, yeah, let's yeah. not make any false allegations. Yeah, yeah, they could come for me. Y- you never know. Uh, uh yeah. I think Philip faked his death. He's living on that island with on Cuba with Tupac, Elvis, JFK. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. You think? I mean, yeah, that that that's kind of cool to imagine, but like they got to get on each other's nerves eventually, right? Like well, the thing that breaks <laughs> the thing that breaks the tension is uh, they all they all switch off days that they spend getting their dick sucked by Hitler. That's the thing that the CIA doesn't want you to know. <laughs> okay, okay, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. We'll uh, dive right in here. Um, have you ever have you ever had to have an MRI? I have it. You know, actually, so this is true. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm putting, I'm now saying this on a recording. This is, this specifically is true. It is not a joke. Uh, I'm saying this on a recording and I have talked about this with my loved ones, which is that, uh, I have a retainer an inside the mouth retainer that was put in mm-hmm. on me by a not very good, uh, orthodontist in New Jersey when I was nine, which I think is too young to put in an, or, or the uh, inside, mm-hmm. like a permanent retainer because mm-hmm. what happened- I have apologized for that numerous times, but that's what you get for scheduling the appointment after 2 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I was going to say is that because they did that, (laughs) (laughs) oh man, because. Because this 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 orthodontist did that uh, at age nine, my teeth like it like fused to my uh, back teeth, so it's still in there. Uh, like if oh, I run my my yeah. tongue over my back teeth, I can feel it. So I don't think I can get an MRI. I think yeah. my jaw would fly out, which would ruin the podcast or make it a lot better. <laughs> yeah, could go either way. It would save um, my marriage. <laughs> um. No, and um, actually, yeah, we'll we'll uh, get to that. No, um, I only ever so I was supposed to get an MRI done. Um, I was having trouble with my leg. Uh, went to the appointment, got as far as like I was in, you know, in the gown, laying on the uh, uh, the bed on the MRI machine, and they started uh, uh, rolling me in, and I just I I bailed. Um, I'm claustrophobic. And as I was going into this little uh, little tube in a uh, in the nightgown that the hospital gave me, I was just couldn't do it. I don't um, would like the, I don't like the nightgowns. No, I don't either. They should give um, you a choice of style. Right? Yeah. You know, um, why can't I just have like shorts or like some kind of trunk? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. uh, gym. Sh- I did like. 
I, I think if they had, I think, I think like sweatpants would be good. I think like you should have to have a nightgown okay, if you're yeah. in a position where they need, where they are likely to need quick butt access for whatever reason or to slice it off of you. But you know, there are right. a lot of reasons to be in the hospital. You were there for your leg and the Mr. I. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I was just curious. Cause uh, this story, uh, the first story of today uh, comes to us from uh, healthimaging.com. Oh, uh, health imaging. Um, yeah, I, you know, I checked this site seven, eight times a day, a, uh, a woman doesn't give, uh, names or uh, locations probably, probably for the best. Um, yeah, it's probably you know, good for what HIPAA reasons. Uh, I'm, I'm glad healthimaging.com respects the anonymity of their sources. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's a bastion of journalistic integrity. Um, thank you. The last one we have left. Uh, and they, and, uh, and their work on Watergate, we can't forget about that. No, right, yeah. Yeah, it really laid the foundation for uh, Woodward and Bernstein. Who else was going to get that camera into the president's asshole? Right, mm -hmm. yeah. No, God bless you, uh, healthimaging.com. Uh, 57-year-old woman was shot in the buttocks by her own gun when she brought it to her MRI appointment, which this doesn't, make a whole lot of sense to me because you know we mentioned like the gowns right like mm -hmm. when i went i basically had to strip and i was in their little sort of papery gown i i don't know where she was keeping the handgun well on her person at that well point. um J jason it does, yeah i i need you to think about it for a second i do think you know oh hmm all right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So uh, it does note that she uh, checked no, um, you know, on the intake form saying she did not have any weapons on her or in her, as the case may be. Yeah, that's uh, a loophole. So, yeah. But yeah, when uh, the MRI fired up, the gun discharged, shot her in the uh, shot her in the ass. Um, Superficial wounds, uh, she's going to be okay, it looks like, um, except maybe for mentally whatever compulsion uh, brought her to decide to carry a handgun to a, into an MRI appointment. Hey, you, um, you, you, no, you, you should say stay strapped to the fucking hospital. Yeah, I guess you know happen. how many people die there. Oh, that's true. No, you're right. Yeah, it could. Yeah. <laughs> They're dropping like flies at the hospital. I personally exactly. wouldn't go. Yeah, I wouldn't go to a hospital. Um, no, but but um, it did get me curious about just MRI accidents in general. Mm -hmm. I feel like I saw an action movie not too long ago where that was kind of part of the uh, set piece. There was a gunfight in a hospital and the hero flipped on the MRI machine so the bad guy's guns uh, oh, you know, stuck to the magnet and he was able to dispatch them. Um, and then... And then he gave the bad guy breast implants that he couldn't fucking punch all, have full range of motion on punches. Right. Yes. Yeah. And they were just uncomfortable in general, possibly leaking. That's exactly um, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was curious um, about uh, MRI accidents. Uh, um, this uh, 57 year old woman um, was not the first person uh, to be shot by their own gun because of an MRI. She's not even the first person this year, a uh, gentleman in uh, Brazil. Um, now, he wasn't the patient. 
he was helping his mother, uh, but his uh, the handgun he was carrying discharged and uh, actually shot and killed him. Wait, so, uh, so, so you can, so was he, was his hand like in the, was he in the MRI machine too? How did it, how did his gun go off? Um, the, uh, so the, the, uh, the magnet that, that runs uh, or that, you know, uh, is behind the, uh, MRI, the M in MRI, the magnetic, mm -hmm. uh, residence imaging, um, it is, uh, it's a 10 ton magnet says it's about 30,000 times as powerful as Earth's magnetic field, which communicates nothing to me, to be honest with you, uh, but 200 times stronger than a common refrigerator magnet. So I have a little bit more of a sense. Um, but um, So what I'm getting from that, and sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, no. Is that MRI doesn't stand for Mr. I. Um, not in this context. I mean, I guess if you... I guess it could. That that would be maybe maybe kind of a fun mascot for like a like an MRI manufacturer. Hey yeah, kids, I'm MRI. Yeah. Don't remember take the guns out of your ass before sliding <laughs> right. on into me. <laughs> I'm thirty times more powerful than the Earth's magnetic field. Um, but no, with that powerful a magnet, yes, like anything. It sounds like within the room will be propelled towards the magnet once it's powered on. Um, there was, uh, there's another story, again, uh, where a uh, someone was actually killed uh, when they, the MRI, undergoing an MRI, when they kicked the machine on, uh, it jerked an oxygen tank across the room and uh, crushed their head. Oh, shit. Yeah, no. Um, another story, story about um uh a woman who uh who was a let's say guest uh at the at her local county jail and had a medical emergency that necessitated an MRI um the uh sheriff's deputies left her you know in cuffs and the man you know that like bell they, they had her you know chained up right um, yeah um and yeah, she got when that when she went in, she got pinned to the uh because of her manacles, got pinned to the MRI. Um for like 20 minutes. Uh the deputies went in and tried to help her. Uh, but they were carrying guns and they got because the gun on oh their belt, God. they got stuck on the MRI. Dying in a real um, fucking holy shit. I'm, I'm going fucking cartoons from the 1930s per line. Help me out here. <laughs> The, uh, uh, the fire department showed up to help, but couldn't go in the room because they're like, you know, they're they're firefighters. They show up to emergency. They're covered in metal, like yeah. metal clasps, you know. Um, but um, yeah, and even uh, just generally, uh, some people, um, some types of tattoos can uh, cause like a burnt. You know, if you're getting an MRI, I guess they mm -hmm. use you know a little bit of metal in the ink, but people report like burning um hair extension same thing like yeah. yeah i don't know these um it just seems wild to me yeah i had no idea that uh uh first of all ha like an mri appointment is so inherently dangerous that you have to be armed when you go there and uh, well, yeah. secondly that like yeah 
they, they just like yeah sucking shit to it that's fucking crazy i mean th- this is it, you would just think how long have we been doing mris now like 20 years 30 years yeah it feels fairly recent yeah like I, they weren't doing mris in the 80s were they um i don't think so all right now now i'm actually looking <laughs> i'm looking yeah. on on uh, um wikipedia hang on da, da, da. yeah i don't remember um i mean when i was a kid i never had an mri i don't recall uh, oh wait good. no it says development in the 70s and 80s developed in the 70s and 80s development, so like normal right, people weren't been, getting them until at least the 90s that that's probably yeah it was probably much more expensive i mean they're still pretty expensive um but uh yeah probably much more expensive and and harder to come by so yeah I, uh, you just yeah. think they'd come up with one that won't kill like 50 percent of the population by now <laughs> right yeah no it's yeah it's just crazy i i had no i mean i knew obviously that they were magnetic and again having like gone to uh attempt to do one i had to make sure i had no metal i'd take out my prince albert and all that but um oh yeah uh yeah no idea that like they were that powerful that like they could fling an oxygen tank across the room no, that's insane. It's like the fucking uh, Dr. Manhattan machine. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, to my knowledge, uh, in the uh, very limited research I did, I did not see anyone becoming a Dr. Manhattan. Uh, well, that's the type of yeah, thing they would cover up. I guess that's true. I don't know, a, a blue naked dude who uh, has the power of God, you think that's something that I think that'd be uh-huh. cover up. I, I think I think they would. I think they could uh, easily cover it up. You, everyone has a price. Hmm. Maybe he's on that island with um, who do we say? Elvis. Elvis. Hitler. Uh, Hitler. Prince. Um, Prince. Uh, the oh, the yeah, fucking right, prince right. who died. God, I'm going dead guy blind. What's happening to me? Right, Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Oh man. Right. Yeah, this is crazy. I keep forgetting all these names left and right. What if I got diagnosed yeah. with fucking dement, like early onset dementia, right after this? And like, this is the last episode of the show, and just the saddest fucking record. <laughs> I do honestly think about that. Like, man, if something were to happen. Well, you're cutting but- out right now because of I'm leaving it in. You're. This this would be the last thing that people will remember of me is uh right. you know talking about Bigfoots and MRI deaths and oh and and I would fucking use your image and like this <laughs> for all out. it's worth it's so much easier you would not have the ability to fight back on any of it the fucking t-shirts the in memoriams oh man right. right. Because <laughs> people, it'll it'll be really no, I, sad too. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it's how, like, in movies now, they they um they uh like what Christopher Reeve they put in the the newest Flash movie and uh, the they put George Reeves in the newest Flash Ghost movie. No, they oh, put really? in the new Flash movie. They put George Man. Reeves. Who do you know about George Reeves? 
Uh-huh. Literally, he played Superman in the TV show in the 50s, yes. and he fucking probably killed himself because, in large part, because of, like, yeah. financial and depression issues that were largely caused by, like, being typecast as Superman to the point that he couldn't play in ever- in anything else. Because there was yes. only one other role back then, and it was either... Well, there were three roles right. back then. It was Superman, Soldier, and Cowboy, uh, and he couldn't play the other two, and he was, couldn't play Superman anymore, so he killed himself. And then they brought him back as an AI ghost in uh, The Flash. Yeah. I think that's pretty gross. Yeah, but, you know, I think that... Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I just need no, you to not die until I can get your AI voice going. Yeah, so you have, like, a uh, specific list of words that you're just waiting for me to, like, organically say. I would say, I would say if you mm-hmm. were to say something like, Andrew, we've been friends for years. Uh, you're my artistic inspiration. You're my muse. You're mm-hmm. my flame. Uh, and I guess that my last dying wish would be for people to buy Underworld News Tonight NFTs or non-fungible tokens, which they could find at UnderworldNewsTonightNFT.com. That would be good. Yeah. Do we have those? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for uh, certain things to happen that would inflate the value. Oh, right. Like, say, one of the hosts uh, passing yeah, away. Yeah, because... Because right now, like, who gives a shit about this show, right? Right, right. But then if I die, it becomes like, um, it becomes like a, uh, um, a, Va- a Van Gogh painting that now all of a sudden they're worth a lot, even though during my life, um, you know, never really paid out for me. That's because he spent too much time sending his ears to sex workers. Uh you know, constructive criticism here. Spend more time painting. Could you have spent that much more time, though? I mean, you can kind of only do that two times. Or you know unless what? Unless you'd like to get it. <laughs> I just think at a certain point, uh, you got to think about how slicing your ear off is going to affect your networking opportunities. Right. It's like a face tattoo. All right. Uh, moving on. A um, little bit of a change in gears here. This story comes to us from uh, the mirror. That's that uh, thing my therapist keeps telling me I have to look into. Mm-hmm. Uh, mirror.co.uk. One of my favorite. That yeah, my favorite website. Yeah. Um, I just want to say right off the top, uh, more pop-up ads on this website than I have ever seen in my life. Well, that's how it you is, know uh, the news is legit. Right. It's a real challenge uh, to plow through this. You know how I know a website is good? Hmm. When I see a pop-up ad for the website, I'm already on. (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) I love when a website physically gets in its own way multiple times. Yeah. You can give me your thing up top, that's fine, but after that, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. This this is... uh, this uh, website is uh, poopy garbage, especially looking at it uh, on my phone. But the quality of their ghost journalism? The pop-up ads. Also the, yeah, there's the ad for the app. I love the ad for the app when I'm on desktop. That's also great. Uh, yeah, right. You, you know, like, we will say, though, the website might not be good, but the mirror, look, that's where we heard about ghost divorce. That's where we heard about... Uh-huh. Uh, what were some other ghost hunting stories we heard there? The haunted doll, 
uh, that we did early on. We heard about it after that came from the mirror. Haunted doll, right? Yeah, haunted doll. Uh, um, uh, was the um, the royals and their ghosts? Was that from? No, that was somewhere else. Oh. Uh, but I mean, I, the point is, I've gotten a few ghost stories from the mirror, and a few mm -hmm. general oddity stories from the mirror. So they are a fun website. You know, it's a fun website uh, as far as getting you know goofy tabloidy stories from. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would agree. Um, where was I at? Oh, I didn't even introduce the story. Uh, so this story um, again comes to us uh, mirror.co.uk. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, haunted pub boss, quote, lives in fear after being seriously hurt instead of spooky incidents. This is, is he the haunted pub boss or the haunted pub owner? Manager or owner, I guess is what I'm saying. It uh, uses uh, boss, manager, and landlord interchangeably. And landlord. Ah, uh, fuck. I guess landlord. That means you do own it if you're the landlord. How are you your own fucking landlord? That's just owning your place. Yeah, it's maybe it means like connect something <laughs> different um, in the UK, but yeah. I, God, yeah, I would. fucking titles. And, and, right. Like, um, uh, he's the uh, boss slash manager slash owner of the Crown Inn. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course. Uh, fucking. In, uh, lower, lower payover. Um, over uh cheshire and yeah it does say it does sound like when you you know if you check into like uh you go to a motel or a hotel mm -hmm. like a you know independently owned that i don't know that i would describe the owner as the landlord right like, yeah that'll that be seems, weird that seems really unless they have long-term stays and i don't think yeah i don't know i guess some people live maybe it's a pub that he lives in and then he owns, it's also a pub like restaurant and there might or might not be rooms, but that's not the point. Oh, I think I know what you're saying. Like, like maybe he lives like upstairs. He has like, like think upstairs. about how a priest lives next to a church, right? You know how the priest mm -hmm. gets the sad little like, uh, like cuck house. Cause they get to see other people have normal lives and they just live in like a little hut next to a church. Right. Uh, right. It, it's the same. I, I think it's the same thing with like this, this land. This is what being a British pub owner is like. Oh, it's like being a priest. Yeah. You get your little you get your little house next to the pub. You get to mm -hmm. watch the people come and go. Right. Just I love like a good I love a British bobbing. pub. Yeah. Um yeah, no. Um anyway, go on. Agreed. Yeah, sorry. Um uh Nigel Ramsey, again, manager slash boss, slash landlord. Uh slash supreme commander uh of the crown in um he uh uh was hit uh hit hit in the head by a metal bar in the beer cellar uh which uh required him to uh uh go to the hospital he had a brief hospital stay uh credits it to uh hauntings to ghosts um can't be yeah, that you're not very good at upkeeping your own place. Yeah. I hate to say anything bad about right. the manager slash owner slash landlord slash supreme commander slash grand general pub daddy, uh, but that would be oh. my criticism. Right. 
Now that that does seem like the fairly the uh, Occam's razor uh, explanation that. Well, I guess he is a landlord, so he, you know maybe he isn't putting a lot of effort into. <laughs> yeah, I'll get I'll get around to putting those uh, um, smoke detectors in. Uh, like damn ghost. Right. <laughs> uh yeah. It says here, you know, he bought the uh, bought the pub. Um, there were spooky happenings. You know, um, glasses moving on their of their own accord, being thrown on the floor, um, swaying, glasses swaying on their own, uh, TV remotes flying around. Um, which actually, now that I read this, maybe there's an MRI machine somewhere. That, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> if only somebody, I hate to say it, if only someone had a gun. Sadly, they're illegal there. Yeah, yeah. No one in the UK can have a gun. Slingshots only. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it says um, uh, Mr. Ramsey uh, um, shared his experiences uh, with the psychic medium. Um, it says uh, uh, they were from um, the Ghosts of Britain paranormal team. I don't know. I don't know. What oh, we no, we've we've we've. Uh... We've covered them before. I think we covered them during the haunted doll story. Uh, you know, I think you're right. I don't. I, I, I'm not about these. You know, this is more acceptable ghost hunting, because yeah, like you know, mm -hmm. this is someone else's pub now, and he lives there. This is more acceptable. Generally, I think they do the type of shit of going to graveyards. Yes, if you go to the graveyard at night, there's going to be a ghost. Visit mom in the morning. You know. Right. It also. Um... Point is, I don't it, like it that they disturb to... ghosts in their natural habitat. Yeah, right. No, that makes sense. Yeah, it does seem like a little intrusive or like a looky-loo, you know, you show up and yeah, looky -loo. sort of taunt. How would them. you define a looky-loo? I hear people say that all the time. What's a looky-loo? I guess uh, what I think of um, a looky-loo, I guess, is someone who all right, say, say, you know, you're driving, right? Uh, traffic mm -hmm. slows down, there's been an accident. The looky, a looky-loo is the person up front, the first car that slows everyone down because they have to crawl by and, and try to see, like, figure out exactly what happened. Like there's some sort of, like, forensic detective. Oh, that makes sense. I thought it was a British person who watches other people take shits Chuck Berry style. Oh, you know what? I don't know. Should, should we email the mayor and ask him? Yeah, let's ask. Him. Like, I do think it might be different things over there. Word. It's like how Fanny over here means ass, but over there means right. pussy. Right. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I was the one that used that. that I, I don't see the term looky-loo in the article at all. Well, um, you know. Is it L-O-O -O or L-O-U? Or L-E-W? uh loo okay like, yeah no so it 100 percent means some watching someone take a shit there you heard it here first folks oh. if there's one thing oh. that we have reliably established through independent journalism on this podcast mm -hmm. yeah it is that a looky loo is a british person who watches somebody take a shit chuck berry style all right yeah uh that's why uh we should all be supporting local journalism or independent journalism 
capitalism. Excuse yeah. me. This it's it's local, local if you're listening. It's local wherever you're listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm under your bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so um, it also describes the medium, uh, you know, the uh, what, ghost, what, what did I say? Go, ghost of Britain? Uh, mm-hmm. Gob. The, uh, uh, the ghost of, of uh, Britain medium as a formal, former real housewives of uh, Cheshire star. Oh, come on. They, they're taking all our, they take all our fucking shit. Right. They always have a worse version. Real housewives of Cheshire. That's gotta be what? All right. Real housewives of London. That's their real housewives of New York. They don't have right. an LA. So yeah. they don't have a real housewives of LA. Yeah. Uh, real housewives yeah. of Cheshire. That's their like what? Real Housewives of fucking like uh, Salt Lake City. I mean, it's definitely right. not at the level of Real Housewives yeah. of Atlanta. That's good. Right. You're, I fucking love right. Real Real You're Housewives. Def- is great. I fucking love that show. Dude, I I don't think I've seen a single episode. Oh my god! If I I would love to start if I had the time to start another podcast. We do a real uh, housewives. I would 100% start a real housewives podcast if I could just find a person to do it with. It's so good. <laughs> I actually right. haven't watched that much of it. I've watched it with my wife and every episode uh, is amazing. And usually I don't like the any of the other reality shows. Yeah. Well, here I'm putting it in my notes app. Real housewives. I would start uh, with uh, I think it's Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is Beverly. what I would start with. Okay. You get to see Kelsey Grammer go through a divorce. Uh, he's at fault. Spoiler alert for a divorce that happened 10 years ago. Uh, from a star of Frasier. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> Had some problems. <laughs> Not to get us off track, because I know we're usually kind of laser focused on this show. Uh, you know what my problem with Kelsey Grammer is? It, what? People talk about him like fucking beethoven sometimes where they're like you know he's troubled in his personal life and he has every opinion he's ever given is super garbage but he's better at like not giving them uh but he's so talented but he's known for being in like frazier and like sideshow bob both of which are good characters but like i don't know i mean let's put it in perspective a little bit right yeah no i agree i just don't think he's done anything bad enough yeah, no, I, I, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, gotta be the strategy. Just do a series of kind of bad things. Right, right. Yeah, I think it, like crashed his car while he was fucked up and was fucked up at a play and fell off stage and. That's fine. That you only yeah. well, that that's if I was but, if I went to that play, who could fucking complain about that? If I went to that play to see Kelsey Grammer and I went on and I saw him hammered and fall off of that stage. That's a story for life. I have something to talk about at work yeah. the next day. No, but, I have something to talk about years down the line. Anytime someone mentions yes, Frazier. Yeah. Yes. As, as far as I'm concerned, anytime one goes to see a play, that is like the best case scenario is that the star was fucked up and fell off the stage. Specifically like, you know, the star that's, that's known like- yeah. specifically the star that's a person who's known like in Hollywood that you could tell people about not like your Broadway stars you know we have a lot of theater people oh. who listen uh that's cool but like right well and not I saw right, Al Pacino and not, in Merchant of Venice right it was fucking amazing it was incredible 
Yeah. If Al Pacino went out Doc Ellis style tripping balls, it would be a much better story. Yeah. Well, you're right. And and you definitely, you know, if you're if you happen to be um a parent, uh, you know, and your kids in like their school play, yes, you certainly don't want the lead star of the high school play being fucked up and falling off the stage. Eh, but yeah, I don't know about it, that. No. I guess I'm not a parent, so I was I was in the high school theater, and let me tell you, you got to suffer for your for your craft. Mm, the amount mm. of old people makeup I put on, and yes, maybe we did go a little hard at Paul's Diner and TGI Fridays, but you do what you have to do. <laughs> yeah, no, but but if but if you're going to see a play, and I don't know, uh, Paul Reiser is the star. And and he is fucked up and falls off the stage. Like I think, I think you've won the like going to theater, going to the theater lottery. Then, like that's what you're hoping. I swear we were talking about something else before this. Oh, ghosts. Um, yeah, ghosts and oh, a right, pub. right. Okay, so um, here we'll we'll plow through uh, uh plow through the rest of this. Uh, yeah, yeah so the um, Real Housewives of uh, Cheshire slash Cheshire, excuse me, slash Ghosts of Britain, Hunter. Um, Debbie, you know, did the, uh, 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 EVP electronic voice phenomenon recording, uh, said it was the most chilling, um, advised, uh, Mr. Ramsey, the, uh, uh, owner, landlord, um, caretaker, uh, to not be alone in the pub. Uh, there apparently, uh, she, she determined, um, probably by, you know, Googling, uh, that a uh, young girl died there uh, 200 years ago uh, due oh, to wow. murder. Um, so there, there's one of the ghosts. There was well, that's a, easy though. Yeah, because you just tell her, you know, listen, young girl died there 200 years ago. You say, listen, I understand what you went through. It's horrible, but it's not Victorian times anymore. The drinking age is 18, so I'm going to need you to show some idea or get the fuck on out of here. Yeah. Oh, you think that's yeah? Yeah, just uh, get just kick them out. That this is this is a fuck. You cannot tolerate yeah. that shit as a pub owner. Uh, Nigel. Uh, here, here's a here's a, an amazing quote. If we ever do merch, right? Th this should be, uh, like the first. You know, this should be on a T-shirt. All right, uh, I want to hear it. In in describing, um, you know, this girl's death two hundred years ago. Uh, at the pub, uh, the uh, uh, Mr. Ramsey said they found that she had perished to death. Wow, what yeah. a crack team! Yeah, of invest. Don't we all? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is that's what we should change the name of this show to: perishing to death. Perish to death. <laughs> you just listen. Yeah. You just you just put it all with us every week. Right. <laughs> whatever two hours of your life or whatever. It's <laughs> perishing to death. <laughs> um yeah, uh, so like we've been going long, so I'll just I'll just sum it up. Yeah, the um yeah, so dude, um, you know, there's this ghost. Um oh another another person died in eighteen uh twenty-one there. Uh yeah, so this dude uh got got his ass kicked by a ghost and uh some sort of um uh 
you know, D-list uh, UK celebrity ghost hunter slash real housewife uh, backs up his story. Um, so I'm sold. This actually, this is actually uh, answers, like, I, I was curious about, you know, ghosts. So, so um, mm-hmm. where do you stand on, like, the idea of ghosts? But just um, briefly, like. You know, I... I mean, I mean, I think it's, I think it's very possible that they're out there. I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to, I've definitely felt different. Like, I, I think, I think there is, you can feel a place being haunting when mm-hmm. you're at it and you can feel a level of a certain type of energy at a place. You know, I, this is how it feels yeah. in the Tower mm-hmm. of London. Um, mm-hmm. It's how, it, I, you know, I, I'd imagine a number of other places that feel this way uh old yeah. battlefields and st- like old civil war battlefields feel this way uh yeah, yeah. but i can't speak to like is that an individual ghost is that a group of ghosts uh you know who knows right right yeah i will say yeah. one thing mm. if they are a go if that is a child ghost though if that is true and there are real child ghosts out there uh why is it that the only child ghost that isn't a fucking asshole is casper oh, oh i don't know yeah I think that I think that every child ghost should have to watch the day-to-day life of a person in their early 50s and they'll probably feel a bit better. <laughs> I don't I'm not up on my uh Casper lore. Do, do they ever go into what Casper died of? I think he died in a car accident. I think he gets got hit by a car. Ugh. Or polio. It might have been polio. It was back in the day. Yes, either a car or polio. <laughs> yeah, what are those two things? Nature, nature is car, some might say. <laughs> right, right. Um, no, generally, yeah. No, I get what you're saying, and I, and I tend to agree that, like, yeah, yeah. I've definitely been places that have like an off feeling, but but um, I guess what I was curious, like, right, like, um, and we've had a couple other like ghost stories on the show. And, you know, people see, well, you know, they claim like, well, there's this headless phantom and, you know, it's floating around the halls and I screamed and ran away. But I always wondered, like, what? I get that, like, okay, you know, you're getting up in the middle of the night, take a piss. And, uh, you know, there's a headless guy in the hallway. Yeah, that that's really fucking scary. But, like, are you in danger? Like, Yeah, what, that's what, what I always wonder. What are they going to do? And and this story sort of answers that question in that, well, they'll kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, no, they could knock a bunch of shit over in the house. If you look at the, um, <clears throat> fuck, which, uh, well, I need to, I think the Bell Witch, let me just confirm that this is what it's called. Uh, I didn't expect to bring this up on the yeah. show. Again, like, uh, while you're looking it up, like, like yeah, uh, to reiterate, this dude, like, was put in the hospital. Oh yeah, hundred percent of fucking yeah. pipe. But, like he he got his ass kicked. <laughs> it's possible that a pipe falling on your head and you getting a brain brain injury might explain you know some of this you know now it was a ghost shit. But uh, <laughs> no, if you look up the Bell Witch haunting, I mean like a ghost will like beat the shit out can beat the shit out of you if some of that shit is real because also like yeah if it starts with them like knocking I mean I guess even the idea is if it starts with them knocking over books eventually they're gonna knock a bookshelf on you. And like, you know, I'm just looking around my office right now. Oh, yeah. Uh there are plenty of things in here that if they just full on fell on me, I'd be paralyzed or killed. No, actually you're right. Um, and isn't that not to spoil a um 
almost 40 year old movie the movie ghost <laughs> have you seen it with patrick swayze and uh where he fucks a woman while making. all i know is that he fucks a woman while making pottery yes but um and then i think like yeah, like he, he he's uh spoiler alert he ends up being a ghost okay and he, he ends up killing yeah, well that's that's foreshadowing killed. that's foreshadowing for real life yeah yeah, no, but 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 yes, he he eventually like kills the the villain, the the guy who set him up to die. Um you know, by learning he was like his ghost powers. So, I guess there is, you know, at least um at least like uh film precedent, you know, the idea is out there that like a ghost can kill you, but yeah, I was always curious. Well, that's why uh that's why uh, Casper, a lot of people don't know this, Casper got revenge on the drunk driver that killed him, and he gave FDR polio. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. It was a, uh, it was, it was an episode, a controversial episode. Yeah. Yeah. And then Disney Plus pulled it. Is Casper a Disney, owned by Disney? They can't have Casper. I feel, I feel like they shouldn't get I the shitty no ones. I have no idea. I think it Disney like specifically a, should like not get that. book in the 30s. <laughs> I think it's from the 30s. Yeah. I think everything like, was like a bubblegum comic, I think, that right, was also a baseball right. card. My understanding in the 1930s is that ever the two forms of entertainment were sitting in a movie th- theater for anywhere between five minutes and 19 hours and some right. combination of gum and baseball cards that were also comics, I think. Yeah. That that sounds right. Yeah, and maybe uh, if you're a kid, uh, maybe if you're a kid, like rolling a rolling a hoop with a stick down the street for some reason. Yeah, they used to play stickball. That's what my grandpa used to tell me. Uh, and then they would mm. wonder why don't you guys play in the middle of the fucking streets of New York anymore? Right. Why why aren't you hitting baseballs uh, down the street where like dozens of cars are parked? <laughs> 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 but like <laughs> oh my god and that's why i'm associate producer and that's how that's... jason saving the show from a whole long act of the not of us not recording uh and already <laughs> assisting the show i mean all, you know two stories in a row uh done by jason the reason for that you know, normally we'd switch them off, but you guys might have noticed the change in pattern. It's okay. It's okay. I know you need us for your routine. It's okay. Uh-huh. I promise we're not going anywhere. Uh, in, unless it helps us sell NFTs, in which case, Jason, I think it's got to be you. Yes. I think it's going to be more tragic when I die, but it'll be sadder in the long term when you do. Yeah, I feel like when I go, people will be like, man. That sucks, but kind of saw it coming. <laughs> what you know? What? Why that son of a bitch kept carrying AR-15s to into uh, MRI appointments? He was just asking <laughs> for it. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, but anyway. uh, we've got a big story to talk about this week. Uh, which is we're going to talk about UAPs, aka UFOs, UFO disclosure, the gutting of the Schumer Amendment and the UAP Disclosure Act. Uh, I told you, Jason, I now, had a big story sorry. to talk about. 
you did. Remind me what what UAP stands for. Uh, yeah, no, I'm glad you asked because UAP means unidentified anomalous phenomenon. Uh, it used to mean hmm. unidentified aerial phenomena, but that's changed. And both of these have replaced okay. UFO. Uh, so the idea is that when people say UFO, if something's unidentified, let's start with the word object even. You don't necessarily know that it's an object, right? It could be a trick of light. Right. It could be some radar not working. Or if you want to get wooey wooey with it, it could be a ghost. It could be, right. you know, it could be uh, some form of hologram. It could be holograms sent from uh, underwater. It could be holograms from another dimension. I could make shit right. up all day. That's what unidentified yeah. means. Uh, yeah. Even flying. Do you actually know that it's flying? It could be, uh, oftentimes we know that things are mirages. Uh, mm -hmm. If it's th if it's things, you know, transporting and blinking in and out of dimensions to teleport, maybe not even here, just through here. Is that... Does right. that really count as flying or is it a form of transportation we don't know about? Right. These are all questions that by definition of unidentified, we don't know the, the answer to. So right. unidentified mm -hmm. anomalous phenomena makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because if it's not identified, you don't know that it's, that it's flying. You definitely don't know that it's an object. So UAP is the best term. Uh, sure. Now, just to get us to where we are now with the UAP Disclosure Act and with the Schumer Amendment, and uh, sort of a lot of what happened this week. Uh, we're getting into, man, I wish our video was working this week. Uh, I know we're having some connection issues because I'd be putting on my newsboy cap because we're going to be talking about some, uh, maybe we're going to be talking a bit about Congress. Uh, but before we do that, I just wanted to get into uh, what happened in the past year, in the past couple of years in UAP discussion, uh, and particularly this yeah. year. Uh, the big highlight, obviously, mm -hmm. was Air Force officer and former intelligence official David Grush's convention congressional testimony, uh, and the broader mm -hmm. sense, and the broader series of congressional UFO hearings. Now, if you didn't watch right. the many, many hours of C-SPAN in which Grush was interviewed, uh, here are just a few of the claims that he made under oath. Uh, I'm not, you know, we're not making any claims as to the veracity of any of it. Uh, he claimed right. that the U.S. Right. We, we just report. We just report. We have no this is something that somebody said under oath in Congress, you know, in C-SPAN. I mean, I think people know that this is not a news show, uh, but I just want to be very clear that we're not necessarily saying that any of this is true. We're just saying that he said it under oath uh, in Congress. Uh, he said right. that the U.S. government has a spacecraft recovery program that said spacecraft mm -hmm. recovery program has alien ships and their dead pilots, uh, that mm -hmm. Mussolini's government recovered an alien ship in the 1930s, that the Vatican mm. and the multilateral Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance, which included the U.S., Australia, I think the U.K., basically a bunch of non-so and two other non-Soviet countries, uh, uh -huh. but that that alliance uh, moved said shift to the United States in the 1940s, and most importantly, that in the service of covering all of this up, U.S. citizens have been threatened and even killed by the government. Uh, oh. Now, un now until we get a level of disclosure that we can verify any of this. Uh, I think mm -hmm. Rush is going to continue to be a fairly controversial figure. Uh, mm -hmm. Getting these sorts of claims made under oath in that way, it was sort of the first time to see that happen. But obviously, uh, right. they are very, uh, you know, they're intriguing, but very fantastical, I would say. Mm -hmm. And and I I also want to chime in and say that uh, uh, what you, the, the Five Eyes Agreement, mm -hmm. that is an awesome name for an agreement. No, and that, that is a real like, thing, I think. Like Marvel, yeah, like the Marvel verse, like level. Uh, yeah, I worked for Five Eyes. Yeah. No. Well, Marvel did steal all their their best stuff from the CIA in the movies, so. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah. 
We're coming in spicy today. Uh, yeah, so, um, I mean, he's a controversial figure. The claims are fairly salacious. Uh, it feels a lot like a movie. Uh, but obviously, mm-hmm. he is somebody who has real credentials, who went through right. proper channels, who made these claims mm-hmm. under oath. One thing that doesn't necessarily help his, his uh, credibility is that he's gone on to do a number of interviews of to sources of varying levels of credibility, ranging from Vice to Joe Rogan to, you know, I think places that might be a bit further afield than that. Uh, and and where... yet not us. Not, not us. Not us yet. Not us yet. David, come on on the yeah, show. We will yeah. have you on. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine yeah. why he doesn't want to be on this show. Yeah. No. Uh, if you if you want to see intelligence, David, wait until you come up against minds like us. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, but on these shows, he's made a series of no longer under oath comments. Uh, you know about things like extra dimensional travel and stuff like that. Uh, right. it doesn't necessarily lend a lot of credibility. Uh, I have more mixed feelings on David Grush than I would have ordinarily somebody making the same claims as David Grush, right? All right. Because I do think the fact that he's making them under oath, you know, does show a level of, I I mean, that in and of itself, I think grants a level of credibility that he's not perjuring himself. Right. Like, like he, he must clearly believe this, right? Like, he believes he, it or he's taking he a big risk. reasons to think that, yeah. Right. Or or it could be that he's making these more outlandish claims because if the government did want to pursue that he was perjuring himself, they'd have to disclose information. Um, that could That's oh. another possibility. Or it could just be that oh, he's lying right. for yeah. press or publicity or money, but mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I don't get, right. I don't know. Like, I, I, I think that he, he comes off as more credible to be doing it this level of grift. Because if you're a former intelligence official, you could, you know, just sell fucking bullshit cybersecurity advice to companies for, you right. know, hundreds right. of thousands of dollars a year. Like, right. those people do well for themselves. There are much easier yeah, grifts. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, this one beat Joe Rogan. That could be it as well. Uh, you know, I, I'll sell I mean, out to wouldn't. Joe Rogan. Yeah. I think we're about the same height. Uh, Joe, come on the pod. <laughs> Joe, yeah, wh- we'll lend you some publicity, Joe. Right. <laughs> I think you need a boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Give you that UNT bump. <laughs> Literally dozens of people. <laughs> Literal dozens of listeners can well, come to your podcast, Mr. Rogan. You come on this show. You have me on your show and or UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could do some commentary. I, you know, I, I just say, look, he's punching that guy too hard. Or he's punching that guy not hard enough. I think people would like to hear that. Right. Yeah. But until we get oh, to when be- you go, when you said go on UFC, I thought you meant like compete. Oh, we could. And we could thought, fight well, each other. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, man, that Yeah. I I think um I I I you could probably talk me into doing a UFC fight. Like I'm, I'm a pretty like chill, you know, past this leaning guy. But well, UFC, I mean, it's it's, it's consi- I don't know. I don't get this argument that like my my uh my mom hated like any form of MMA. Like I used to sneak watching it as yeah. a kid, and mm-hmm. it was the only sport I really liked to watch. And she'd be like, "No, it's like violent. Like why are you watching that?" But like to me, it's like these are people fighting each other who are agreeing to fight each other within rules. Like. 
people are like, there are health risks, but you know, the damage is about right. what you see in the, the NFL. And yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it just seems to me that it's not, it, it, it's, it's not really violence because to me, the problem with violence is that people don't agree to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, All of which is to say that we should fight each other on UFC. Uh, okay. Or just do some sort of street fight as a potential Patreon bonus. Let us know. Uh, we'll do, we'll do, we'll jello wrestle. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, depend, depending on the flavor of jello. Uh, but that's uh, not what we're doing today. Uh, because we're sorry, not just yeah. talking about, we're talking about the year in UFOs. Uh, yes. David Grush uh, gave his testimony. Right. Uh, uh-huh. It's debatable how credible the testimony was because you know he has he seems to have a lot of credibility as far as his credentials, but also the claims feel very salacious and very uh, you know made for TV, uh, yeah. and that's what's made me more skeptical of it because I've always felt like the government is keeping secrets about this stuff, probably involving alien life, but whatever it is, it's not going to be like something out of a movie, um, right? right. Uh huh. But uh, he's not the only person that testified. It's not the only thing that we saw. We also saw the Tic Tac video, uh, mm-hmm. I think, at a more widespread scale. Now, that originally leaked back in 2021 on, C- I think, in a CBS interview, uh, mm. if I recall. Uh, okay. And it's you can watch the video uh, pretty much anywhere. It's two pilots in 2004 uh, chasing what appears to be a, uh, or several pi- Air Force pilots, chasing what appears to be a sort of tic-tac-like object, uh, you know, what they're calling UFO, what we would now call a UAP, uh, through the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, it it's, doesn't seem to be like any technology that exists, you know, on Earth. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm by no means an aerospace expert or anything like that. Uh, yeah. And the only, like, skeptical explanations I've heard have been things like it's a weather balloon, which don't seem particularly... I mean, I think that pilots of that level of experience know what a balloon is. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. And my, so my opinion on it, and you know, we encourage our audience to watch the Tic Tac video. Uh, mm-hmm. My opinion on the Tic Tac video is that if it was a, if it was our military, this is from 2004, if it was our military who had that, another country would have found out the hard way. If yes. another military had that in 2004, we would have found out the hard way by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think any of the explanations that are that otherwise really make a lot of sense or hold a lot of water. So, you know, I, I it's, it does seem like something extraterrestrial is a fairly plausible explanation at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think it's, it really has made a lot of this stuff a lot more mainstream. Um mm-hmm. That testimony yeah. came from under oath from David Fravor, who also testified in Congress during the hearings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he comes off as a very conservative former military guy. Uh, he doesn't make the sort of claims that Grush is making. He's just making a claim, you know, this is what I saw. Here's the video. Uh, the government needs mm-hmm. to look into this and be transparent about it. Uh, yeah. And I, I think a lot of people have sort of, there's been a kind of broader acceptance of, I think, a couple of core facts that have led to a broader acceptance of this. And it's essentially this idea that we know that a lot of people have had encounters like this, at least dating back to Roswell, even if a lot uh-huh. of those encounters are not necessarily true or have other explanations. Uh, sure. We know that the government has looked into it. Uh, that's all fairly well documented. There is a great book right now out uh, that I don't have in the room with me, uh, so I don't can't read the authors. Actually, I might have it in the room with me. One second. 
Yeah, I do have it in the room with me. Uh, it is UFO. Oh, by, I, I was waiting with bated breath too. UFO by Garrett M. Graff, the inside yeah. story of the UF government search for alien life here and out there. Uh, you know, which basically just chronicles the various government programs looking into this stuff, all of which have been fairly well documented and, and you know, have had some degree of declassification over the years. Um, uh-huh. We also know that the government has likely come back and lied about it a number of times because the government lies about shit all the time, sometimes for national security reasons, sometimes for political reasons, sometimes just to fucking test how well they can lie about something this week. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is especially true during the Cold War when a lot of this shit was really going on in full force. Uh, right. So, so, uh, so as more people have come forth about this, we've also seen a greater push politically as well. I think another piece of that right. is that... Right, I, I was going to say, like, yeah, I was going to say the upshot of all this is that um, that now we see, like, legislatures, uh, legislators taking this, like, much more seriously right yeah. like well, like this is like there are actual discussions about yeah transparency uh legislation and yeah if you're a, a US that, sitting u.s senator now it's not it's not seen as like yeah. a core it, it's gone from being something that would lead to total ridicule to something yeah. that was seen as like kind of a quirky side thing to something with a lot right, more mainstream right. interest yeah. now exactly. um yes i mean i i think that you know if I think the nature of how much of this stuff people feel like they don't know makes that the case. And a more cynical interpretation as well, I will say, with so many of the Mm -hmm. cover-ups being alleged in the 1940s, 1950s, uh, is that while we do have an extremely elderly political class, we are kind Uh of officially at the point where all of those people are dead. Because people forget that that when Barack Obama entered office 13 years ago, Robert fucking Byrd was still president pro tempore of the Senate. Yeah, and that motherfucker's 220 years old. Yeah, for real. We still have a lot of old fucks in the Senate, but not old fucks that would be, you know, in the in terms of the worst allegations, would probably not be implicated. Biden, well, you know, entered, it was part of that post-Watergate generation that entered office. Uh, those fucking, right. you know, quote-unquote young guys at the time. Uh, I think Chuck yeah. Schumer entered office, if I remember, in the 80s or 90s. Uh, he's now mm-hmm. the senator from New York and the senator Senate majority leader, uh, the Democratic leader. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And back in July, Schumer proposed a bill to declassify government records regarding UAPs as an addendum to the National Defense Authorization Act. Because if you want anything mm-hmm. done in this country, the way to do it uh, historically is to tack it on to shit like the buying more guns and making sure the private gun companies get their money's bill. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just a few quick facts. This legislation was modeled on 1992 legislation disclosing JFK assassination records and it had bipartisan support. So you had fellow Democrats like mm-hmm. Kirsten Gillibrand and Martin Heinrich, but you also had Republicans like Mark, Marco Rubio, Todd Young, and Mike Rounds. Right. Uh, the previous Democratic Senate leader, the late Harry Reid, uh, was also oh. a major UAP disclosure advocate, which Schumer's office noted in a press mm-hmm. release about the bill. Uh, that being said, mm-hmm. there was a lot less political appetite for that during Reid's lifetime. I think he died in like, what, 2020, 2020 or 2021 or something like that, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Who knows when Harry Reid yeah, we'll It's literally that. impossible to find out. Right. right. Can't, can't possibly. Yeah. But he was, uh, he was a UAP disclosure advocate. He was also the senator from Nevada. So this was definitely a, uh, you know, an area with a high rate of sightings uh, mm-hmm. that he was from. 
Um, yeah, now, what Schumer said about the legislation in the press release was, quote, the American public has a right to learn about the technologies of unknown origins, non-human intelligence, and unexplainable phenomena. Uh, he said that the legislation would provide mm -hmm. a path for disclosure and a pipeline for future research. Uh, here's how it would work. Mm -hmm. So if the Schumer Amendment were implemented in full and not the version that's being proposed now, uh, it would have mandated mm -hmm. the, uh, something called the UAP Records Collection. Uh, this is where everything on this goes from at least as far back as Roswell. Uh, every government office would have to go through their records and find anything that they think would fit into this, that would fit into this collection. Mm -hmm. uh, the collection would itself come with an understanding of immediate disclosure. Uh, so along with records collection, there would be an independent UAP records review board uh, who would have okay. to review requests from agencies for postponement of disclosure of their UFO records. Uh, mm -hmm. After the board makes their decision, the sole authority to concur with or overturn it lies with the president. Uh, the timeline of the policy is such that every record would need to be made public within 25 years of the law being enacted, unless the president continues to certify that the release is harmful. Uh, okay. Another aspect of the act, which I think has stirred up a lot of speculation regarding its defeat, uh, mm -hmm. is that per the original version of the Schumer Amendment, and this has specifically been gutted, the government would have eminent domain over any and all tech or evidence of alien life that may be in the hands of of private individuals or private companies uh, oh. in the interest of public good. Yeah. So yeah, so so it would authorize uh, the government to what impound. Um, sorry, what's the word I'm looking for? Commandeer. Uh, like seize. It would, it would anyone be, else? It's, it's is, now a government. It's a de facto government. Act. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. The moment that the government yeah, finds yeah. out that you have, and it's not really individuals. I think that people are. I mean, I think that you know it's possible. Yeah. I think more likely. Yeah. Yeah, and specifically, mm -hmm. I mean, Lockheed Martin. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bo. Like any of these aerospace mm -hmm. and defense companies. Right. Like I think that speculate like America. sort of the conspiracy. Yeah. 100% the Boy Scouts. How do you think they make that fucking popcorn so fast? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Keep an eye on those. Yeah, so I mean, the idea is, like, and we'll get into uh, opposition to the bill, but mm -hmm. you know, if the, the conspiracy, and this is what I'm getting into, where like a lack of disclosure inherently leads to conspiracy theories, because you can look at that provision mm -hmm. being removed, and you can look at the fact that a lot of the Key opponents of the bill in both Congress and the Senate, uh, Republicans like mm -hmm. Mike Turner, Mike Rogers, uh, Mitch McConnell, and the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who the last one is right. probably just worried that the aliens will have access to a secret technology that lets his son and each other know when they jerk off in a Denny's bathroom uh -huh. or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. But regardless, mm -hmm. all of I think most of these people uh, come from districts with a lot of aerospace industry presence, receive a lot of funding from right. various private mm -hmm. aerospace and uh, military uh, contract co contracting companies. Um, and they're on um, they're on like defense line committees, right? If, if from if I, I'm kind of familiar with what you're talking about, like some I of the so. some of the people holding it up, yeah, they're on the. Man, I should probably know this about my own government. Whatever, yeah. like defense. <laughs> yeah, the defense committees. Yeah, the, the yeah. in the House yeah. and the Senate. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Now there are still in the current version of the National Defense Authorization Act uh, provisions mm -hmm. for UAP disclosure. Uh, 
this at least as of Thursday night, when I was looking at all of this shit, we record on Friday. Shit changes yeah. all the fucking time. So, you know, who knows? Right. Who knows? Uh, the big shift is the removal of the review board. So every record mm-hmm. has 25 years to be made public and can only stay private if the president 25 years from now decides that it's a matter of public interest. Uh, the review board does not make any decision. So it's all going to be up to President okay. Jojo Siwa to decide what we're going to know. Uh, mm-hmm. Needless to say, the lack of an independent board does make a lot of people worried. Uh, and along with that, the eminent domain provisions have been removed. Uh, so we're getting a much more, right. you know, limited version of disclosure, a much, the government's going to get a lot more control over it than you would have in theory with an independent review board. Um, right. And we're removing a lot of the target towards uh, the potential public benefit uh, over private uh, benefit. And we wouldn't, wouldn't even necessarily get to know uh, which companies would even have access to any of this stuff if the public benefit, if the eminent domain provision being removed is even relevant, Right. You only know right, if it's in, right. if it's enacted. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I think I get, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you've, you've seen, I mean, so this is as of this week. I just think it's really interesting, a lot of what's going on in this world. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing that I think is really of note here is you hear this idea talked about a lot of uh, catastrophic versus controlled disclosure. So both versions of the, Sh- of the Schumer Amendment are what would be a version of what's called controlled disclosure where there's a process for records getting released. Certain records could be held up if they're deemed too harmful to the public. Um, okay. And there's there could be some degree of protection for people like whistleblowers. Uh, you know, sure. there might be protection yeah. for people who have implicated themselves in crimes uh, in the service right. of any cover-up, that sort of a thing. Uh, what opponents yeah. of things like the Schumer Amendment like to bring up is this idea of catastrophic disclosure. Uh, which is to say that whatever is out there is so bad that it would cause such societal chaos uh, that we just could never release it and we should just leave it private, um, whether for national security reasons or for gravity of the knowledge. So ideas that you'll see brought up is either that the government has knowledge that might invalidate major religions or, um, you know, things like that, but I, I or just, you know, put our mm-hmm. own role in the universe into scale. I don't really, I mean, I guess, what do you think about that idea? Yeah, I, so, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I really don't. Um, I guess I, I understand the like, um, like, yeah, and any, um, any revelations around this, right? Like, that we're not alone, that, you know, an advanced, uh, technologically advanced like species has been coming here like yeah of course that's going to be like a huge sort of paradigm shift and like yeah like we really have to like rethink everything as a, a, a species that we think about ourselves but I don't I think it would don't think, I don't like, think it'd be that big of a deal I mean I, I really. think that I think as far as like catastrophically like i think people are very adaptable to new information so as far as like catastrophic disclosure goes Mm -hmm. like i think any of the major religions will adapt you know or already have mechanisms i mean speaking speaking of my own religion as judaism like i can't think of much that would be revealed in this scenario that things would change i i guess the point being that people will adapt or you'll have fundamentalists who won't adapt but they'll be good at just saying that no whatever we found out is not real um you know people right and 
Yeah. And and there's always people that just won't adapt to anything, you know, no matter like people that don't adapt to like television. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think right, like think... like there'll always be sort of holdouts. Yeah, well and I, right I, I, yeah. and I I mean if the question is like I mean unless unless people are having like an alien as their neighbors, which I don't think even the craziest people are like claiming is gonna happen. I just don't think there'd be riots in the streets. I think most people, you know. Right. Well, I think um, I think uh, the point uh, I was trying to make to the uh, best of my recollection was that, like, yeah, I I think it would be uh, uh, maybe like an initial shock. But I also think, like, who, you know, even with, like, like, for something of that scale, like, you know, the president and Congress, like, why do they get to gatekeep this? Yeah, well, so and, and I also agree with you, like, that, like, yeah, people will adapt. You know what I mean? Like, the idea that, like, uh, the president, say, has final say on what's revealed or isn't, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, know how I no, feel I, about that. I, I feel, yeah, like... No, it's totally yeah, against the spirit just, of transparency. Yeah, which is uh, Yeah, it's totally against the spirit of transparency. Yes, and I also think, and then I am... Uh, I also And I also think that, you know, people talk about catastrophic disclosure, but, you know, when you are, have no transparency and no disclosure, you could fill in literally yes. anything you want, right? So... Right, right. You know, we, we could sit here and make shit up all day about what's happening. We could dispute is what David Grush said true. Like if ever like or or not or whatever. Like to be fair, we to be fair, we do kind of make things up on the spot. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been sitting we sit here and make things up all day. We tell you all the time we're making shit up. Uh you know, it releases <laughs> me from any liability for this later, I hope. Uh right. but yeah, I mean I guess I guess so what I'm saying is that if you tell people the truth, and there's always gonna be people who say no, that's not actually true. But it's good. You're going to get a hell of a lot further than mm -hmm. sort of seeing how far you can take the lie. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and I think we should close up because I have a bunch of latkes to make. Happy Hanukkah, everyone, by the way. Uh, before oh, yeah. we do, Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, before we do, I have a few housekeeping notes uh, for the for the pod. Uh, number one, you can be a part. You already heard the ad at the beginning, but you can be a part of our New Year's special, r slash Underworld News pod. Check it out. It's going to be mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Just go ahead, post those big stories of the year. We will talk about them on the special. Uh, we can read your Reddit handle unless you say don't read it on it. Uh, I guess it would probably be the best way to get us not to right. do it. Um, yeah. yeah, so go ahead and do that and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok as Underworld News Tonight. Uh, and I will be on yeah, the Swamp cool. Talk Christmas special. Yucking it up with the Dylan Street Boys over at Swamp Talk on December 25th. Uh, I'll be over there, I guess, uh, you know, I, I guess, the, I guess they had to pick the Jewish guy because they knew I was available. <laughs> yeah. Now we actually record it before, uh, it's the secret of podcasting. Oh man. Now you, now you ruined it for me. Wouldn't it be crazy if every time somebody listened to the, to this show, we had to do a little like live podcast for them right then and there. Yeah. Yeah, that would be crazy. That that would take like literally minutes out of my week. <laughs> I know we would spend probably an hour or so a week. If I had to be like, yeah, 
hey jennifer thanks for listening <laughs> yeah no no i'm saying we'd have to actually recite the podcast verbatim like as they're listening oh when they oh. pause we pause we rewind stuff like that we were actually trapped in oh like we're yeah oh man anyway like you a... can help get us out by sharing like this podcast. <laughs> sorry i stepped on you yeah please <laughs> no i've been stepping on you all day uh you said it sounds like a black mirror episode uh yeah. you know maybe reality's become a black mirror episode some would say isn't that deep yeah something to think about that's something no one said before uh on the internet or yeah. ever i've only watched the first episode of black mirror where he fucks the pig i wasn't interested after that i yeah i can understand that uh hit or miss I think I've seen. Well, he hit the pig. I think. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think did did he actually go through with it? I I don't remember. You know what? This isn't a Black Mirror, uh, uh, uh recap podcast. But, yeah. To uh, do that, listen point. to our upcoming sister show. Did he come in the pig? Mm-hmm.